0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Acrobatic Arts Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I will be interviewing some of the top leaders and innovators from the dance and acrobatic industry. If you are a teacher, performer, student, or a lifelong learner like myself, you are sure to find these episodes intriguing and full of inspiration. Acrobatic Arts is passionate about providing current and relevant information for everyone. So please, sit back and enjoy as we share our passion with you and the world. Get ready for a wonderful presentation from Kate Evans. Kate is a master acro teacher as well as a seasoned dance educator. This talk is highly informative, and I absolutely love how she emphasizes the crucial role of progressions for safe and effective acro skill development. Over to you, Kate.
1: Hi, guys. I'm super excited to be here with you all today to talk about the hot topic of why are progressions important. So this is a topic that I'm particularly passionate about. Here at Acrobatic Arts, the word progressions is one of our most favorite words. So for all our certified teachers out there, I'm sure you have very fond memories of taking a module one course and being told to follow the progressions. To me, progressions keep us safe. They provide a certain confidence when it comes to teaching acrobatics, where you can keep your students safe, as well as yourself safe, as well as know exactly where they are on their journey and exactly what they need to progress and achieve that progression. It means not offering a spot to a student out of empathy as this is putting our student and ourselves into a progression neither of us may be ready for. To me, this is the most valuable element to following a progressive syllabus like acrobatic arts and aerial arts. What are progressions? First of all, what is meant by the term progressions? Progressions can be defined as the process of developing or moving gradually towards a more advanced state. This process is not only important to acrobatics and aerial, but also in life. The cycle of life relies on progressions. Foundations in mental, physical, social and emotional development gradually build upon the next in an ever-growing journey towards self-actualization. As silly as it may sound, I have never seen a two-month-old baby riding a bike or chewing on a piece of steak. Of course, we all know that no matter how advanced or clever our little one is, they have not yet developed the secondary curves of the spine, the thoracic and sacral curves as a response to gravity to aid the child to sit, stand, and eventually ride that bike. Similarly, to chew on a piece of steak, not only does the child need to first cut their teeth, they also need to learn to develop the muscles that are required to chew and swallow. This analogy relates directly to acrobatics and aerial training. Although we all want our students to be successful and reach their goals, hitting those big popular skills and wow audiences up on the stage with all of their impressive high-level skills, we need to master the art of patience and perseverance whilst educating our students and developing their mental, physical ability, as well as their skill progressions. Now, how can you identify whether a student is progressing or regressing? This can sometimes be difficult to tell without a trained eye. When a student is repetitively performing the same skill with minimal mistakes and nuances, that is one form of progression. Another occurs when they advance through difficulty in levels, learning a more challenging version of a skill or progressing from one skill to the next. When moving from one level to the next, progression can often appear to slow down or even halt. Usually this is due to a new difficulty level of skills being introduced and can take varying amounts of time to adjust depending on each individual student. Another possibility is that the student was progressed too quickly and needs to go back and work on the easier pieces of the skills until they are actually ready to move forward. This is something we strive to avoid at all costs because it can lead to a feeling of failure in the student. And that is a feeling we never want to induce as an acrobatic or aerial coach. When you follow the progressions, the need to spot your dancer is basically completely removed, except for safety and improving technique. As a teacher, you can feel in your spot whether a student is ready for the next progression or should they focus on working previous foundations first. When spotting a student that has followed the progressions, the weight is taken out of the skill as you are spotting students that have the strength and flexibility to achieve the skill, not just because they want to spot. Now, how do progressions actually work? Simply put, in the formations of memories, both muscle memory and neuro pathways for coordination. Muscle memory is a form of procedural memory that involves consolidating a specific motor task into a memory through repetition, which has been used synonymously with motor learning. When a movement is repeated over time, a long-term muscle memory is created for that task, eventually allowing it to be performed with little to no conscious effort. This process decreases the need for attention and creates maximum efficiency within the motor and memory systems. Muscle memory is found in many everyday activities that become automatic and can improve with practice. In acrobatics and aerial training, we perform many repetitive movements over and over again, building up muscle memory to perform those repetitive movements almost effortlessly. From an outside perspective, it may appear that no progress is being made, However, this is definitely not the case. Learning this muscle memory prepares not only the body for more challenging movements, but also conditions the mind to be ready for the next skill. In time, this eventually turns into more challenging skills, which is when the progression is normally perceived to the untrained eye. The key to success comes in time. You can practice progressions and drills over and over again but the key to their success is allowing the brain time and rest to absorb and consolidate. The fact that learning is improved by providing rest intervals, as opposed to slogging away with the same number of practices back to back has been very well established. So too is the importance of sleep in improving enduring memories and in learning new skills very well documented. But now we also know that a similar process takes place very rapidly while we are awake in the intervals between practicing. This new study provides a new understanding at the level of brain function of why taking breaks for offline mental processing is necessary for learning. And it adds to the important finding that instant replay between practice sessions flashes extremely rapidly through the brain. So instead of do it again, possibly we need to be saying, why don't you take a break or That's a really great effort for today. Why follow progressions? Well, first and foremost, injury prevention. A risk of injury is created when rushing through important foundational skills and moving straight to the higher level skills, both in the classroom, but even more so on stage. In acrobatics and aerial, muscle memory is everything. We need to instill in our students correct muscle memory by performing lots of drills and following the progression through each level and by only executing the skills when the student has achieved the previous progression and is ready. This way they will progress properly and when they are physically and mentally ready. This is particularly important when entering the world of high level complex and dynamic skills, such as tumbling or spinning in a hoop. Skills such as aerials, back layouts, drops and pivot spins in the aerial hoop require fast reaction times and very fast twitch muscle memory. Knowing your student has achieved all the progressions leading up to these skills allows us to be confident that they'll be able to maintain the correct technique whilst airborne or spinning in a hoop. Not instilling this muscle memory and progression journey is not only a recipe for disaster, but also for sudden and acute injury. It can also cause the student to over-musculate the skill, and this can lead to chronic injury when students begin to tumble or do higher level limbering and aerial skills. Unfortunately, chronic injury is a very real reality for many athletes, but particularly an area in acrobatics, aerial, and even gymnastics we can prevent with education and creating a safe culture in your classroom. Chronic injury develops over time, by repeating a skill with incorrect technique or a lack of strength and flexibility balance. For example, if a student glossed over bridge recovers and was rushed into working on walkovers, she may complain of lower back pain in the future. This is because she never learned through long term repetition how to roll up properly in the bridge recover through the spine, nor did she develop the strength and flexibility required to achieve this technique correctly. One thing I love about acrobatic arts program and aerial arts is that everything is taught from an introductory level, then later becomes a building block for skills. The forward roll, the cartwheel, the bridge, the handstand are all used over and over again, even though the complexity of the movement may change. Skipping these progressive steps never works. I have personally tried skipping steps of learning a skill before, and I have always gone back and reworked each progression to create the final skill. Following these steps prevents you from hitting a plateau and becoming stagnant. If you gloss over foundational tricks in a student's acrobatic or aerial education, there will be inevitable holes that will become apparent later in their training. For example, a student that achieves their bridge recover in level four and then skips the 16, 16 count bridge recover in level five and goes straight into training that backwalk back walkover does not have the control element gained through increasing proficiency in strength and flexibility that is required to achieve a 16 count bridge recover. This student may twist in this more complex movement that requires that bridge recover all on one leg. Progressions are not always linear. They can often be cyclical and are always fluid. I always suggest supporting your skill progressions with drills to improve muscle memory as well as incorporating a progressive strength and flexibility program to support the requirements of their skills. You can have many different ways of looking at progressions. The first and most obvious way is forwards progression, where you can travel forwards through the progressions from a beginner to an advanced level. Another way that you can look at progressions is through backwards progression. Sometimes as students grow, flexibility and strength can often fall out of balance and the skills, can drop in proficiency because of this. This is where I suggest tracking backwards through the progressions to find the whole or fundamental skill that requires more training and development. Another way to look at the progressions is circular or cyclical. Sometimes instead of traveling forwards or backwards through the progressions, we actually need to go around them. Some parts of the skill may progress forwards Some parts of the skill may need to go backwards and some parts may need to be drilled or be assisted with a spot. For example, when a student has the strength and flexibility but is lacking the muscle memory, this is where we can provide a spot to assist the coordination and progression. And this is one of the fundamental reasons we do provide a spot. It can also be done through what we call reverse training, where you train the skill from the end result backwards. This is particularly useful when when reverse training strength. Complex skills often need to be broken down into smaller foundations and trained separately, as well as supported by drills and then put all back together again. For example, the handstand forward roll. Now if we we're looking at a handstand forward roll, possibly the handstand may have a pike and may need to be back trained to find the line through the hips and the stacking through the shoulders. The candle position, however, may be secure, so this could be progressed forwards to incorporate the hollow to candle on a wedge. Or possibly the student is struggling to develop the new coordination and muscle memory of the skill, so a spot may be perfect to assist with this. Acrobatic Arts offers so many ways to track and recognize the successful completion of progressive skills. One option is through the use of progression cards, where students are required to master a skill before earning a star or a tick for that skill. With this, I recommend achieving the skill at least 10 out of 10 times, meaning they must not only perform a skill once, but multiple times to achieve that tick or star for the skill. These skills aren't thrown out of the program once mastered. Students will continue to work on these skills while learning new ones, and that that is definitely not a bad thing. Continuing to practice skills that they have mastered continues to help their muscle memory. It strengthens them to be ready for the next skill, and it also reduces the, the chance of injury. This is part of the reason why I always suggest incorporating lower level skills into your cardio, your warm up, or as part of a drill for higher levels, as it maintains the student's form, shaping, setting, technique, and alignment. Acrobatics and aerial are progressive. A cartwheel progresses to a side aerial, which then progresses to a front aerial. A bridge kickover progresses to a back walkover, which then progresses to a back handspring. Similarly on the aerial hoop, we have that tummy tuck hold, which progresses to the tummy pike hold, and eventually all the way up to that killer split. We all want our students to be successful and reach their goals. Acrobatic arts and aerial arts are progressive syllabi. This means strength, flexibility, balance is all built up progressively, And this directly relates to and enables the limbering and tumbling, as well as the postures and spinning sections of the syllabi. Jumping ahead in these syllabi will not only put yourself and your dancer at risk of injury, but will also cause your dancer to eventually hit a roadblock somewhere along the road, whether it be physically or mentally. It is very important to train students evenly on the right and the left, as well as constantly assess their strength and flexibility balance. These elements are fluid, And as the students progress in one, we need to be sure to progress in the other. This fine balance will allow the student to follow their skill progressions fluidly, as well as maintain overall health and safety in the student's training. Always remember that is not just the physical element to consider, but also the mental tenacity and endurance of the dancer that needs to develop progressively as well. We want all our students to be able to get the big skills, but most importantly, We want them all to work towards these skills safely and progressively so they can have healthy and functional bodies forever. The key to success is allowing the brain time and rest to absorb and consolidate the new learning. Remember to encourage your students to always strive for progression, not perfection, and always celebrate the small gains.
0: And that wraps up another enlightening episode of the Acrobatic Arts Podcast. A huge thank you to our incredible guest today, Kate Evans, for sharing her expertise and insights on safe acro progressions. As always, we appreciate your support and love hearing from our listeners. If you have any feedback, suggestions, or topics you would like us to cover in future episodes, send an email to admin at acrobaticarts.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great day.